Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. I'm Zach. And I'm Travis. Lots and lots to get to this week in DC TV. A few shows are wrapping up and a few shows are building towards the wrap up. But first, Travis, we didn't get your thoughts. Just quickly, what do you think on the two latest shows announced, Doom Patrol and Pennyworth? I'm really excited, Tom. The more DC shows, the better. I don't know how I'm going to be able to watch them all in a week. I don't. <laughs> there's only a finite amount of hours. I don't know. I'll have to learn the Bruce Wayne Batman method of only sleeping three hours a day. I don't think that'll be easy to learn, though. I'm really excited for Doom Patrol. They must have really been good on the Titans show. Like I know that we haven't seen anything yet, but the people who produced the show must have really enjoyed Doom Patrol to automatically make a series out of it. So that excites me. And normally I'd be questioning the Pennyworth uh, series, but I questioned Krypton and kind of scoffed at that. And I was proven completely wrong. So I'm going to embrace this show with open arms, especially if they delve into the espionage part of Alfred. So I'm I'm just pretty positive on both, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess as long as there's less than 168 shows on TV, then... We should be able to watch them each week, but uh, that's that's a lot. It looks like they're building up towards that amount of shows. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I guess we'll get into this week's recaps. Well, starting with Supergirl, Shelter from the Storm, uh, the Legion leaves, and but of course Manel comes back, uh, and there's a lot of good stuff with Kara and Lena. Some distrust there. What do you think of this one, Travis? I really enjoyed this episode. Supergirl has been fantastic this season, in my opinion. Uh, they really show Lena's intelligence and courage when Rain shows up, and she's just, just so badass and sprays the synthetic kryptonite that she created. I thought that was great, and I really liked how they finally revealed why they didn't wake up the rest of the Legionnaires, that they had the disease from the Blight. So I like that. Even though I wish we would have seen them, I'm okay with that. But the story arc that really sticks with me and has been great this season is John Jones and his father. Like they made something that's uh, really relatable to us. Uh, they managed to make it affect superheroes, and I thought that was great. And just to see John's sadness every time his father forgets who he is, it's just it really tugging at my heartstrings, and I just enjoyed it greatly. This was a solid episode all around. Yeah, this was a, another really good episode for Supergirl. Uh, I think Lena, I, I think I almost like agree with her. Like She's making really good points about there's car crashes and fire and all of these things that can kill people and there's literally only one thing that can kill you supergirl and it's kryptonite but it's also the thing that can stop rain so just like get off your high horse and let me help you but that being said i think lena's gonna turn evil it's it's gonna happen at some point and especially that kind of that thing at the end where she's talking to kara i still think she knows who kara is so i think she's just messing with her in the elevator and being like oh well i don't really like supergirl anymore trust her so I, I think that's going to be a big part of next season, if I had to guess. Yeah, the tale of the two Martians has been the oh, strong point, probably my favorite storyline of the season. So, and the Legion leaving Monel coming back. I'm not. I don't really want to see Monel and more with Monel and Kara at this point, especially since Monel's been gone for seven years, married, and I am sad to see Saturn Girl go. But I I wasn't disappointed about the Legion leaving at all, which I think tells you what I think about the Legion this year, uh, that they're getting ready to go and making this big deal about it. And I'm like, okay, just, just go already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're starting the descent for Lena and I do really appreciate that they're showing 
her side and where she's coming from. Cause I was definitely team Lena in this episode. And, um, I just wish they didn't make it. So I wish they didn't, I want them to show where the villain's coming from. But if you also can't understand where the hero is coming from, it make you have the same problem as a, an, a hero as if it was flip flopped and you had a villain who you couldn't understand or relate to. So that was disappointing. Cause Kara, yeah, I, She's never really had a problem with kryptonite before, has she? I mean, Oliver had it in the crossover, and Lena has earned way more trust with Kara than her has from Earth One. So, I, I know we know Superman was whining about it last year, the kryptonite, but Lena had great points. Anything can harm her, and in Kara's defense, there is only one kryptonite specifically for specifically can damage her, but I mean, it can also stop her enemy. So it was really tough to understand Kara in this episode. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I was team Lena hundred percent. I thought that Lena's message to Kara at the end was great. And I agree with Zach. I hundred percent believe that she knows who that Kara is Supergirl, especially considering how much she knows about DEO. And I couldn't get on board with her not like doing what James thought she would which would be supportive and be thankful for Lena helping them out. And also, on a side note with Superman, he knows that Batman has kryptonite to stop him, and he's okay with that, but he wasn't okay with John Jones having it. So I kind of didn't like that, and it just this is the exact same thing. It kind of reinforces it to me with Kara. Shouldn't you have a fail-safe, as Albert said, just in case an evil you shows up or you turn mm-hmm. evil? So I, I think that they're not giving Kara the right mindset here for us to fully understand both sides and most of us are team Lena and I 100% believe Lena will be the big bad of next season behind the scenes for a while but I'm really interested to see how this is going to affect Jane because he's going to be put in an awful higher position with being in a relationship with Lena and being Kara's friend since season one so this is I'm curious to see what's going to happen with him too and I there's only five episodes left, and I just can't wait. I don't know if I could see this Superman giving Batman. I don't think this Superman gave Batman any kryptonite. He just seems so afraid of it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Kara has been hit by red kryptonite before, or there are other evil Kryptonians. I, I think she's been pretty unreasonable about the whole situation, even if she does have some point. But let's move on now to The Flash. Think fast. Second to last episode, and we get some more movement on DeVoe, including a pretty intense opening sequence where he just shows off all his powers that he has now. Yeah, that was great. It was a just a solid hallway scene on the level of the Deathstroke hallway scene this season in Arrow. I thought it was a great showcase of his superior power set as he used every... M- uh, meta bus, meta human on the bus's abilities, even the lock one at the end. I thought that was quite funny, and I just loved the dig guest spot on the show because it just like we have so many hours of all the shows in the one universe. I just love how they pluck and pick and add, like join just for even a couple minutes, like it was. I just thought that that was awesome. And the other thing that I thought was they basically made the last episode meaningless as he blew up the one of the satellites with the bomb Amulet Black gave him. And the thinker didn't care one bit. <laughs> yeah, the 
didn't really face him at all. The the opening was amazing though. That that sequence of him in the hallway, very reminiscent of you know. I think they've done it on a lot of different shows. Um, and what is that movie? I think Old Boy is the movie where it's from, like the famous movie. Um, but it was really cool. And I Barry teaching Cisco and Caitlin about the Speed Force. That was sort of interesting. I I'm what I got out of it was getting to see Cisco more and really get ha- letting him show off his acting chops and stuff. And I, I really enjoyed that part, but the whole storyline of it wasn't all that interesting to me, but overall it's, it's an okay episode pushing the story forward. I don't understand the thinkers, what his plan is. It doesn't really make sense. Like I'm just going to blow up this guy and it's going to make everybody not smart anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I think you guys have it pretty well covered here. Although I, couple other things Cecile Cecile's powers this year I've assumed they I'm surprised they haven't I haven't gotten sick of that yet because you think it would wear thin after a while but I think that has to play into the finale somehow otherwise they've spent way too much time on it uh, just for a, sort of a fun gag but that and Harry and Iris everything that's going on there interesting how Harry can still help even though he doesn't have his intelligence and they're going to get they went to get Marlies so I'm curious how all of that is going to come together in this last episode but really good point travis that this one kind of makes that last episode even just basically entire filler and it's kind of (laughs) it makes the last episode worse somehow because it really didn't matter in the grand scheme of things so that's a little bit disappointing um but also the cool look back that i thought it was cool that caitlin has always been had killer frost inside her i think that's pretty neat i'm wondering what they'll do with that yeah that blew my mind at the reveal at the end there. I think that Caitlin gets her powers from her father, who we haven't seen at all. And I think that that storyline will be fully ex- like fully expanded upon in season five. And what Zach said about Cisco, I couldn't agree more with. I thought he really stood out this episode, and I love the tough love he showed Barry. Even though I could understand where Barry was coming from with the line that he said about everyone I've trained and come across have is worse off since I've come across him which in a sense is kind of true for most people. Uh, I thought that was great. And I just want to know what I'm like, you guys, I still really don't know the thinkers plan, but I think that they're going to be using, they should be using uh, Cecile somehow with her abilities. Why use it over and why state it and put it on the show over and over again. And one thing I'm completely sick of and don't want to see again is the therapist. I'm done with the therapist. Please don't show her in the fifth season. And let's move on from that stick. It was good the first couple times, but now I I'm, I just cringe every time I see that scene. The, it, nah. I don't mind the, the therapist that much. I I don't know. I think they, they're they using it in a, in a good way to kind of tie things together and to give them somewhere to do some exposition sometimes and stuff. And it's not as funny as it used to be, obviously. Um, I don't remember. Was it you, Tom, that had the theory that maybe she's going to end up being bad? Or was that you, Travis? I think it was Tom. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> the only way I can justify as much screen time as the therapist has gotten. <laughs> well, let's move on to the season six finale of Arrow titled Life Sentence. Travis, I think you have a lot to say on this one, so I'm just going to let you go. Oh, I could go for a long time on this episode. <laughs> I thought this was fantastic. And if anyone been listening throughout the season they've known that i haven't been really on board with arrow 
especially the first half, besides the Deathstroke episodes. But after seeing where the season's gone, I'm I'm completely satisfied with it. Thought that it was a great opening scene, and they just kicked off the action. The action scenes are shot amazing. You can tell that James Bamford was the director. Uh, the one shots are just awesome. That fight scene at the end with Oliver and Diaz on the roof—that was that was phenomenal. And I loved the, the scenes of Oliver bearing the hatchet with everybody. I think that they needed to get in all the apologies that Oliver should have made in the last six seasons into one episode. <laughs> he apologized to Diggle, Clinton, Renee, Dinah, it, pretty much everybody. And I just like to thank Paul Blackathorn for six amazing seasons. I really enjoyed Quentin Lance, but I also think that they pretty much his character pretty much ran its course, and it was really nice to see Sarah back in Star City. Yeah, lots to dig into here. Strong, strong finale. I think definitely sad to see Quentin go. Like you said, I wish Sarah had gotten a, a scene with him, some dialogue. I know the show is not about her, so it wouldn't make sense, I guess, to for her. To, I think, together instead of a lot of time with earth to laurel but um yeah i'm i'm absolutely sad to go I, I think this was a season's worth of apologies at least for oliver this is stuff we've been asking for him to do for 10 to 15 episodes and they just condensed it into the end here and i liked that um yeah they tease that diaz you know survives i think I'm a little torn on that. I do. I did like Diaz and I want to see more of him. But I think part of what made him so strong is that his storyline was condensed. And so he just got to be a really strong villain for a third of the season instead of spreading it out uh, over the course of 23. But I do like him and I, I hope they think of a, a cool way to tie him into the future, you know, season seven and beyond. Oh, I can see him totally running the quadrant now. Uh, and I also think that he. There's so much backstory left. We haven't even met his father, and perhaps his father is the one that the, like, is closely followed by the comics. That's one of the greatest martial artists in the DC universe. And he did mention a couple times to Laurel about caring about his father's opinion and then finally not. So I hope we get some flashbacks of that and essentially him killing his father at some point. Because even in the flashback episode, I don't think what we've seen is still enough for justify the man that he's become. So I'm hoping that he find, he found his father, and we get a lot of scenes with that. And the greatest thing was, at the end, what I've been clamoring for, Oliver going to jail and having to break out of the Supermax. We all know that in 2008, there was a rumored Green Arrow movie, essentially with this plot of him going to the Supermax prison and having to try to break out. So that I'm on board with that, as if you can find that screenplay uh online and i've read it and i thought it was gold i really wish they did make that so i'm kind of happy about that and i just think that next season we'll see roy trying to break oliver out of that prison and i just i have so many questions for what how the season how next season is going to go but i'd rather that than to be completely dissatisfied with this the ending episode yeah and of course we get the reveal of Oliver revealing himself to everyone and I think this teased this is the best teased for the next season that Arrow has probably ever done. I'm interested in terms of storyline because they, they mentioned the Supermax prison well, if they'll have him break out or he will get down on legally or however they do it but they also dropped the name dropped the Longbow Hunters a couple times so I wonder if they're adapting that storyline. One of the, 
the best Green Green Arrow storylines of all times. And so, yeah, I think taking inspiration for that or adapting it or introducing that somehow, this I'm, I really like that they're setting those up. If they'll be able to deliver is a different story, but I am intrigued by what they're developing. Yeah, I just I just can't wait to see essentially how Star City is going to deal without the Green Arrow, or will we see Dig down the mantle as in the comic book, in the comic storyline? Well, one of them he is wearing the hood and takes down Ricardo Diaz, so maybe we'll get something along that lines while Oliver's trying to clear his name and perhaps out the Supermax prison as not so on the up and up in the way it treats its criminals. Yeah, so lots to. Lots to talk about with Arrow. Uh, on to Krypton Hope. Second to last episode of the season, we get some real movement on Brainiac, and it seems like they're setting everything up for a big, big finale, big showdown, as to be expected in next week's finale. What did you think of this one, Travis? I enjoyed this episode. Krypton has been fantastic, and pretty much each episode has been getting better than the one before it. Like, Jaxer, I thought was quite... How come every character is quite terrifying to me? <laughs> Krypton is a very scary place. <laughs> And I also never understood the whole concept of the world's in trouble slash going to end. But first, uh, let's have sex and uh, take up two, three, four, five, six hours of the remaining maybe 24 we have. Uh, maybe you could have went to that uh, shield generator before that. And I just want to see Doomsday now. We, we, we've been teased about him for a few episodes. I just want to see a Doomsday versus Brainiac in the Phantom Zone fight. So I'm hoping we see that. And the other thing, from the first episode to now, Lyda and Nessa have completely switched places for me, and I'm totally team Nessa. I I didn't trust her from the start, but now I'm on board, so I hope that she's not deceiving me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like Nessa a lot more than I thought I was going to originally. And then this episode, not enough Adam Strange, but still a good episode. Um, we find out who Zad, Zod's dad is. Maybe. Is he lying? Is he not lying? It doesn't seem like he's lying because he could open the Doomsday Vault because he has both of his, both the house's blood in him. Um, and so maybe that is the purpose of that scene that you weren't too happy with Travis is maybe that is when he becomes a person in the past. Um, but we'll, we'll find that out. But yeah, it's, Kind of the same as you. I really want to see Doomsday because now they've been playing him up for a while. Um, the Brainiac reveal, sort of, if you want to call it that, at the end, after he kind of sheds that shell of the the voice of Rao and has his full Brainiac form, he looks really, really cool. And I I just can't imagine how long it takes that makeup to go on. Um, but I, I'm really excited. This this show's definitely ramping up, and I want to see Adam Strange come back. I think six hours is how long they said it, the makeup takes to go yeah. on. But yeah, really, really strong. Uh, lots of lots of storylines. I don't know if Zod is lying or not. Again, with just Krypton as a whole, I love everybody's all the characters' motivations, and I think it's really well done and really it all is done in a way that makes sense. So I'm looking forward to a potential showdown between a couple of big bads, and I just continue to be impressed how much Superman mythology is actually put into each episode of Krypton, and it still makes sense. And it's I'm impressed that they're able to pull that off yeah i agree i thought that the little bit of background information on the genesis chamber was great and also the speech val gave to seg about hope and where it came from for the house of l i thought that was fantastic and the line that jack sir said to seg which was don't forget which side had him executed 
that was awesome. Yeah. And I never really enjoyed to- I don't really enjoy torture much, but I kind of did here. I like <laughs> that uh, he suffered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so another strong week all around. I should point out Lucifer's series finale, season 3 finale and apparently series finale. I know they're trying to get picked up elsewhere, but really strong. These last couple episodes were very strong. Lots of cool things going on. Some of the best of the series and I think it it ends on a cliffhanger, but a good cliffhanger if that makes sense one i'm uh one i would have picked for it to end on instead of um maybe something more generic so i like that and gotham gotham as usual did some some things just excellently uh and you know there's some bizarre stuff thrown in there and some stuff in between but i I think overall both these seasons ended really strong but that's all we've got for today travis let everybody know where they can get a hold of you uh, before I do that, I would just like to thank you two for having me on the podcast this season for all DCCW. I thought it was fantastic, and I greatly appreciate it. And also the fans slash people who follow the podcast that I've interacted with on Twitter. That's been some of the greatest uh, interactions and things on Twitter that I've had. So, yeah, I just want to thank you guys for that. It's been a great season. And you can find me at Travis underscore 156 at Twitter. Just drop me a line, and we can chat DC anytime. Well, thank you for being on the show. Obviously, we couldn't do this without you. And um, yeah, it, it, the season's not over yet. We still got yeah. we still got lots more to talk about. So, uh, plenty of stuff coming. So, thanks for coming on, and thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.